Deathwatch. Alright everyone, welcome back to The Sacred Spring, a Lord of the Rings uh, campaign using the One Ring system. I am Justin, I'll be your lore master. Uh, last time we left off, the players had just discovered the location of the sacred spring that they had been searching for and had heard the sounds of black speech in an orcish tongue. Uh, so first of all, I'll let the characters introduce themselves. Uh, Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing uh, Merrick Proudfoot. And hopefully this will be the last time you have to hear me <laughs> use this accent for you. Yeah? <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm playing Nur, son of Anur, a dwarf uh, warrior who cannot wait to slice into the faces from which this black speech is emanating. I'm Travis. I'm playing Lenithe, and I, too, cannot wait to face the shadow. I'm John playing Burgle, son of Adrahil, and I would like to go back and explore that city. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, as you had been coming up the uh, up this uh, mountainside, you came to kind of a cliff face, and there was a, a cleft in the rock with a small stream coming out of it, and it was from there that you had first caught the echoes of it. Um, so I believe that you had all been um, looking at kind of sneaking in to take a look at what's up ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this stream that's coming through this cleft, is it like a a cleft that rises to the top and leaves an open space, or is it like a hole? Um, yeah, it, it's like just a cliff face. There's about a 20-foot uh, rock wall on either side that looks like it's been shaped by the water over, over the centuries. But yeah, up at the top, there's a plateau, and then there's there are trees and whatnot up there. And then where the stream is coming through is there like space on either side of it to traverse um or? can you see the map that i just shared yeah so the, the along one side of it it looks as if um the stream had ha, kind of goes through a period where sometimes it's it's uh fuller and fills right. out more of that area and other times it, it's kind of lower and right now it's in one of its lower states so along one side of it there is kind of a slightly grassy um path like okay yeah so we could head up that way yeah all right so we're sneaking in yeah so if whoever's taking the lead and scouting can roll your yeah who was our scout your sneak skill i'm a lookout was john were you the scout yeah i think john was the scout um, or Merrick. Merrick also has a really good stealth skill. Are we actually out of like travel mode? So yeah, we're out of travel mode. All right. So oh, I think when we ended, Merrick and I were going to go and look up, but I don't want to hold you back. Maybe you're better than I am. Merrick. So yeah, however you guys All decide. Right. I'll use a heart or a hope so I can. Yeah, I'll throw one on there. I'll assume that I am sneakier than a hobbit, which that might not be true. And you got the same. Although you've got. Very low target number to get. Nice. There we go. Dang, you got extraordinary. I only got one. All right. So, yeah, the Hobbit makes the elf look loud <laughs> and clumsy. That way. <laughs> but, yeah, the, uh, yeah, Merrick, you managed to sneak up along the cliff face, uh, keeping yourself out of sight. Okay. And as you get up there, 
you see a small orc encampment off to one side of the uh, of this clear blue plot pond that seems to have um, a spot in the center where this kind of miasma is bubbling up. And at, at that point, you can see a body at the bottom of the pond with a large iron spike driven hmm. through it that, that pokes itself out of the water. All right. I'll point, uh, point it out for the elf. I'll be like, Oh yeah. Well, there looks like they're camping over there. <laughs> I think I see something in the pond. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Do either of you speak the black speech? I can't remember. I don't even know where. Oh, everyone be. in the Shire knows it. We got a barter with them. <laughs> um, roll your lore skill, uh, Lenith. Okay. Success. All right. So, yeah, you know enough of the black speech that you can kind of make out what what's being said. Um, there's an orc like directly across the pond from you that hasn't seen you yet. Uh, that's currently defecating into the water. Um, Come on. And then nearby you see an orc that's obviously some sort of leader. He's got better armor and, and equipment than the others that that's shouting at them all um, about getting ready for patrol. Okay. Well, um, if it seems safe to do so, I'll whisper to Merrick what I hear. It appears they're getting ready for patrol. Yeah. As as you continue to listen, like the orcs, like the underlings don't seem to want to go. They, they're talking about, um, you know, people going missing on patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Cause of our elf friend. Yeah. And how they were supposed to be reinforced, but you know, they haven't seen their reinforcements yet. What are we going to do? Lenai? Wait till they, Leave on patrol and then kill the rest. See what they're up to. That sounds sufficiently bloodthirsty to me. <laughs> he was right. Whatever. And then kill the others when they come back. Right. And then we'll dress up as orcs and then they'll come back from patrol. Uh, we we'll can just... just hide somewhere around the camp. I don't want to put on those filthy rags they wear. Good point. I was thinking about defecting. So how, how many are going to be... <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> how many are there going to be once the others go on patrol? Did well, we're going to have count? to see. It looks like I see four if the map is accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's accurate. And that's actually all you see in the camp right. is four total. So so should we just attack them now? Or let, what do we do? Always better. Just going to wait for them to come to back? Split the forces, I think. That okay. has been my experience, Master Dwarf. Almost that we just ambush them now when we all know they're there. Whichever way you wish to go. Sneak in close. Maybe have the big folk uh, run in. Or the loud folk anyway. Mm-hmm. So burgle and the dwarf. Aye. Yeah, I can be sneaky. I'm still, I'm still maintaining my stealth superiority. I have, a, <laughs> I have a pip in stealth. I'm stealthing well enough that I'm letting him think that he's <laughs> uh, nearly invisible. But... <laughs> All right. So there's four of them, mm-hmm. and it looks like all four are going to go on patrol? Yeah. So how would we be splitting the forces? Oh, I didn't know that all four were going to go on patrol well, when I came up with that idea. We're splitting the forces. No, then back. we could ambush them when they come back. Or we That's could take enough. them while they're on patrol. I say, we'll take them now. Yeah, so do I. Let's just get them dead. Okay. Charge. They're going to hurt the trees with the black speech. I would like to get into an advantageous position with... Uh, no, my bow's not that good. 
just fire your bow. I got to be part of the uh, spear force. So Mm. that's what I'll... Well, we have that opening volley. Is there a way to increase the amount of the opening volley, or is it just always opening and then... Lord Master Fiat. If you manage to uh, get a reasonable stealth, uh, at least enough of you get a reasonable stealth, you can do an ambush round, Mm. where you get an opening volley and then... Then we do the volley round and then yeah you, okay. yeah it's a volley round then well yeah let's try for that joint volley round and all right let's everybody uh, stealth roll maybe a scan to see if we can find a good spot and or what you what's your call on that Justin um with the way that the that the cliff faces kind of bow their way into the into where the outlet of the stream is you can get at least that far without being recognized without being um, found out. Okay. Um, sneaking much farther in in towards the camp would require anybody that's going past that point to to um, have a a stealth roll. Okay. Um, another thing to note is that with the water there, it does create a natural barrier. So depending on how wide the path is at that point, uh, you may only be able to fit two to three uh, forward attacking people. So if somebody were on the other side of that stream, then they would. That would be good for the like an uh, an archer, yeah, to be out of danger. Yeah, um, but yeah, the way that that it creates that natural barrier, you can also set up, you know, a forward line and a backward line. Yeah. Okay. Without them being able to go around you. So, so stealth. You need to get in position. Just stealth. Uh, depends on where you want to get into position. So if everybody wants to move their their tokens to where they hope to be. So our forward line's probably just going to come out of the tree line here to the south <laughs> and attacking. So we just yeah. maybe we just move into those so trees. We and... can move through those trees? No, those trees are twenty feet above you. Okay. They're on the, the top of the cliff. So if I move to here hmm. and yeah, all that stone area there, that is uh, the cliff face. Okay, so I right. have to be on the grass. Yeah, on the grass or within, you know, the first little bit of the water. So I'll be here. And they can't see me. Yeah, from there, no. Okay. okay. And so if if the people with ranged attacks can get their ambush round, mm-hmm. and then they come rushing, and they come around that corner not knowing I'm there, could I get an ambush on them once they get into range of me? Um, or like a surprise? You know, I don't know what the terminology. Uh, well, I don't think they'd be surprised to find enemies around that corner. Yeah, I think they'd already be in combat mode. Um, the ambush okay. round will, yeah, it'll maybe a bonus be the, the point where where they don't have their weapons ready and that kind of stuff. Where they're we could try to move you into a different position. Um, and during the ambush Just round, if you're attach not going your to axe to a bow and or to an arrow, and that will count shoot. as your yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'll be like here, and that way. I can stop them from getting to you guys. Okay. And I'll be next to the dwarf, but I'll start off with my bow to shoot them as they come down on us. Um, Yeah. You do need line of sight to be able to shoot um, without the cliff face being in the way. So what is it? Like, technically, I'd need to be about there? Yeah, depending on which one you want to fire at. Okay. Well, I'm not... I got a rough look at them, so I'll move to wherever I need to to fire at them when the time is right. Yeah. And during the ambush round, anyone that's not um, like doing range attacks, they can move wherever they need to. Mm. Well, not wherever, but they can move 
you know, reasonable distance. I'll teleport behind this guy then and stab him <laughs> in the back. <laughs> it's a dangerous place for a hobbit to be. It doesn't matter because after the ambush round, I'll teleport back. I don't know who's who. Shouldn't I be able to see your name if I hover over you? Depends on what the permissions on the token are. Yeah. Um, our, He's got to check C, I think, for us to see the nameplate or okay. have the nameplate on in the first place. I have the nameplates on. If you go to the top of the, it's hard for me to describe it, but over where the name of the token is and the name of the character it represents, there's a little yeah. box that says permissions, I think. Uh, so, you, I so there's the represents character. Oh, it's next to general. See the purple circle thing? Ah. Yeah. Hopefully, I think that's the one that lets us see. But I don't see, oh, there's Merrick. He popped up for me. There we go. I'm only seeing Merrick, though. Sometimes He's it's good to not to have one. that on. There was Linnaeus. <laughs> There's a burgle. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Fight, could, go. Why would they hide that in well, look, like a little dot with a drop down? I don't know. Think about Call of Cthulhu, though, because sometimes I'll call an enemy like a possessed person, but they don't start out possessed. But if I have them default that mm -hmm. way, then on the map they're going to see possessed person and you're going to be... Awful suspicious of the guy named Possessed Person. <laughs> and it makes yeah. sense in Call of Cthulhu, yeah, right. too, that we would be suspicious. Right. <laughs> of everything after your first scenario, if you survived it. Okay. All right. I think I'm in position. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to be there uh, where I'm at. And uh, I figure Lanai, either the dwarf, will hopefully get out in front of me. <laughs> what was the okay. button to change the facing? Uh, it's uh, scroll the mouse wheel and... So control? E, I think? No. Or F? Yeah, go. select it, e. hold E, and uh, mouse wheel. Got it. I think there's even a... There's a little... You can do it manually. There's a little thing sticking yeah, the off the circle. Guy, the tail, yeah. Okay. That's how I have to do it, because mouse wheeling with a touchpad is impossible. Yeah, that's half the reason I bring the mouse out. Is... I keep meaning to break my mouse out, but I've gotten so good at touchpad that I don't want to lose my touchpad skills. <laughs> and I don't use the mouse that often. Alright. So yeah, you you all kind of bunch up there towards that um, that bulge in the cliff face and get ready to spring out and ambush them as they're gathering to go on patrol. Alright. Alright, so we'll do the ambush round. Everybody move to where you're going to move during the ambush round. And, um, as long as I got state, shot. state your, uh, intentions. Yeah. I have a spear I could throw, but going to shoot him with my bow. This seems like too far to throw a spear. Bow shot. I don't know. 80 feet. <laughs> That's probably possible. Yeah. Right? If you move up and throw, then yeah, you nah, we'll, definitely. We'll hang but on to it. the real problem is why does your dwarf even have a spear? It's in the rules. Sometimes the rules don't always reflect the reality. Are of the you situation. one of those nerds who thinks this is real? This is a game. Yeah, we've okay. been playing a game this whole time. Don't be Do a they nerd. have uh, range yeah. increments on this? <laughs> just kidding. Do they have I'll range increments? You know, my get um, your knife away. Jeez. They don't really state range increments <laughs> that I could see. So it's like Game Master Fiat. I studied the blade. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah, it seems like a within reason and yeah, lore master. Um, I'm just going to default to D&D, uh, &D, and I think 70 feet's pretty good. <laughs> to jump? Well, for it to shoot a bow. I yeah. don't think it's too bad. In real life, I could hit something like that at a mile with a bow. 
<laughs> when yeah, you guys, for sure. I studied the bow. I, got, I did it one I got time a, when I was drunk. Pretty I, sure I could do it again. I got a bow with 10-pound pull. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you guys understand anything about bows, you know. The more pounds, the better. Each pound is a is about 100 feet. Worth a D6 damage. You All might right. be able to get a 10-pound bow to go 100 feet. <laughs> yeah, if you got the wind at yeah, your back. Yeah, and you arc it right. Yeah. Shoot and it you're on the, a cliff. Shoot it from the back <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> I think that's what those... Uh, the toy ones with the little sticky yeah. arrows is, I think. It's yeah, that's about a 10-pound. That's that's what I started on when I was five. Mm-hmm. I always wanted one of those. Okay. All right, so you want shots? <laughs> All right, so Let's yeah, if everybody's where they are, then yep, we can um, make your targets and take your shots. Okay, shooting with my bow. Oh, who's who's shooting what? Grunt one is what I'm aiming at. All right, I'll go for number three. I'm going to we'll go for... Where are you going, Brandon? I'm not shooting. Oh. I don't have uh, a bow. I'll take the leader so that you can have Orc Grunt 2 then. But after they attack, I'll be moving to here. Maybe it's a heart or a hope as well. Yeah, hope. Sorry. So yeah, move where wherever you're going to move after they they fire. Okay. Failure. So. Looks like you Where's just get the combat friend, tracker. Though? I know. There isn't a combat tracker. I'm not, because it changes depending on the, it's not like a number. Yeah, right? and yeah, there's the state your initiate, or your intention phase, and you do any kind of movement or yeah, and then or it's targeting. Whoever, whoever has the uh, most people on their side, and then it's by position from there, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm drinking way more of this than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? You're already down to I'm another. Almost a great job. Great job, all right. So who hit and who missed? Dude. Let's see. Burgle got a piercing blow. Okay, so Burgle and Merrick both got piercing blows. Nice. Okay, so Orc Grunt 1 needs to resist. It just says refill at the bottom, so this is like... Who's that tragic Greek figure? They're pushing the rock. They're all tragic. I didn't narrow it down at all, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like the dude pushing the rock up the hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sisyphus. Uh, so yeah, Orc Grunt 1... Um, Merrick's blow takes him right in the throat. Uh, the orc leader, he takes a shot from Burgle, son of Adrahil, but is not slain. But he does take, what was the damage on that? Four. Four, Four. yep. For some reason, whenever Two. I think of orcs, I always think of the, uh, what was it? The Urukai yeah. orcs, and it's like, they're not all like that, though. They're all... Right, a lot of them are, like, smaller and... Yeah. Yeah. Those are specifically bred for war. All right, so, yeah. Um, you were targeting Orc Grunt 1, mm-hmm. who falls backwards into the fire pit. Ooh, lucky. Choking on his own blood. All right, so that was the... Ambush. Ambush round. So, yeah, the Orc leader like, yells out to them, Get your butts in gear and... And kill those dwarfs, kill the hobbit, kill the elf. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) What about the dwarf? Kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one dwarf. (laughs) Yeah, he he draws his uh, spear and prepares to throw it um, as the arrows come flying in. So, uh, back around to the next round. So, intentions... 
So with my main action, I'm going to shoot one more volley, and then with the, the minor one, I'm going to put my weapon, my bow away, so I can prepare to start using my spear okay. on the following round. I'm going to continue shooting. I'll shoot it. Uh, let's go with two, or grunt two. Okay. I also will yell, I am against Sauron, <laughs> as I shoot. He is a bad <laughs> man. <laughs> no more Sauron. All right. Um, and move yourself wherever you plan to position yourself. So, so orc I will three. attack the leader again. He'll move to there. Yeah, um, keep focused on... The leader is going to use one of his abilities to make your attack ill-favored. Mine? So, uh, oh, no. Uh, any attacks Earl's. against him this round are ill-favored. Well, if he's moving, he's moving forward. Yeah, they're all moving forward now. Um, yeah. With their spears in hand, preparing to throw them as they... They close. Um, okay. I'll just pull up my shield. Did you want to move up next? And Oh, no. Burgle's behind you. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, you guys will resolve your attacks first. All right. And, John, when you make your attack, um, click the ill-favored um, modifier on your character sheet. I'll use one heart. Okay. Or hope. One hope. Oh, no. Why me? I have abandoned hope. I'm getting pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Run away. Well, it worked for me. Travis, was that yours? A piercing blow, yes. Okay. On Orc Grunt 3. So you get your feet die. All right. He's going to try and resist your... Resistance is futile. Bonus die. So he succeeded. So, yeah, he just... He takes the arrow and is damaged, but um, Man. yeah, it it looked like he was going straight for his heart, but his armor uh, deflected it up and in, into his shoulder. Put a good dent in it. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then they are going to make their attacks against you. So the orc leader is going to target um, Nurse and Avanur with his spear. Oh, bring it on! I can take it. So he hits you for three damage. All right. So I uh, roll my protection. No, that's just uh, three away from your endurance. Um, the protection will come in if, if they get a piercing blow or something along those lines. Oh, okay. Um, orc three. Let's see. He will target Lenith because Lenith has been the one firing at him. But misses. And orc grunt two will also target Nur. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and misses. He's not being like D&D halflings. Like, no one no one thinks they're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, playing like a, a woman in like Wheel of Time or something like that. Right. No, the bad guys thought I was dangerous till they knew I could channel. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, two spears um, are thrown at Nur, son of a Nur. Uh, one... St- gets embedded in his shield and kind of falls off. The other one manages to slip past his defenses and hit him. Uh, one goes Soren near uh, Lenith, and starting the next round in tensions, they are going to be moving up. All right. Yeah, I'm going to close the line with Noor and at a defensive stance by his side with my spear. So my main action would be to attack after I draw my spear with my minor. Action. 
Um, with this location, you can only get two people in forward position, and two have to be in rear. So who yeah, else is it? going for? Are you going forward? Is, yeah, I, I okay. yeah, that's what I figured. Well, I can stay in rear then and shoot my bow. So my intentions will be to redraw my bow and shoot uh, the same one I've been shooting. When Burgle dashes past you. <laughs> and the orc leader will use his uh, special ability again to make all attacks against him ill-favored. He's snarling and spitting and, you know, saying mean things to you. Mm. Your hair's ugly. Mm. <laughs> So, were we supposed to do our intention before you did the enemies? Uh, the intentions kind of all happened simultaneously. So, oh, all right. um, yeah, they were going to move up. Um, I'm going to continue attacking number two. Okay. Um, so, from the rear, Burgle and Nur are going to be in forward positioning. Uh, which stance would you two like to be in? I'll be in for- forward stance. Okay. The aggressive one? Uh, yeah. That's what it's called, right? Forward, Forward stance. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be in an open stance. You got it. Okay. Like, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Standard. Yeah. Okay. And then the other two are... All right. Um. So yeah, the orc leader, he is actually going to be attacking in a defensive stance. Um, oh, never mind. They don't have stances for enemies. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. I guess technically uh, that might make it way easier for you yeah having if you got start running a lot all right so brandon you resolve first with your forward stance okay um it looks like you can reach um what's it orc grunt two yeah let's see yeah so i'll uh attack him with my axe one-handed so i can retain my shield where is that orc grunt two and I'm in in the right stance. X long-handed. All right, here we go. And that should already give me my extra dice, or do I have to put it in when it asks, right? Which one? For bonus die, it should already okay. add it. Yeah, it did. Okay. Or wait, it rolled 1d12. Yeah, 1d12 is, is normal. It would be a d6. There it is. Okay. For bonus. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right, so you swing, uh, but he manages to get his scimitar up just in time to deflect it, just barely missing him. Okay. All right, John? So I will attack Orc Grunt 2 as well with Winter's Bite. (laughs) Mm. Nice, piercing blow. All right, so Orc Grunt 2's got to try and resist that. You can't resist Winter's Bite. Apparently he cannot. So yeah, you you dispatch him. Nice. Does that mean my shot goes to uh, John instead? That's <laughs> completely up to you. Thank uh, you. Maybe maybe Orc three or the leader. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, Orc two is gone. We will delete. Does he get hit all the way back to the fire too? No, he uh, <laughs> he's. Well, first, John, uh, narrate how you dispatch him. Yeah, so as it's uh, running up and uh, it moves, uh, or I guess, what's his name, Noor swings his axe down and it moves to block the axe with its scimitar. I'll just one thrust into the uh, the throat, side of the throat, as it leaves it exposed. All right. 
Lunithan Merrick, make your shots. I'll shoot at Orc Grunt 3. Same. You want to roll yours? Okay. (laughs) Failure. Failure. Oh, Oh, Orcish. All right. So Orc Grunt 3 will step over the the dying Orc Grunt 2 as he thrashes on the ground, and he will uh, attempt to slash the spear wielder that dropped his companion, but he fails. Um, Orc leader, in like a frothing blood frenzy, uh, does something called um, the Great Leap. Mm-hmm. Is his special ability uh, giving him the opportunity to bypass the uh, defenders on the forward side and attack the enemies on the back? He sees an elf and he is instantaneously filled with unmitigated hatred and must attack him. So, but that's just standard, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone feels that way for elves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He just, you know, he, he just jumps over us, huh? Yeah, he does a, a great leap and. Um, yeah, and just uh, bypass your defenses. <laughs> it's pretty wild. I'll just stare at dumbfounded. So yeah, he. Hey, you can't jump like that. In the way that the combat was going, he was just charging you guys, and just as John speared the other orc, he mm-hmm. you know lunged past him to get to the elf, and hits him for three damage. Uh, actually, it'll be eight damage. Because he got a great success. So when Travis gets back, then we'll do that. But that'll bring us to the end of this round of combat. All right. Hmm. Guess I'll so, have to change my aim to work leader. Yeah, we can start yeah, I will. doing the next intentions. I will uh, go and engage orc leader. Oh, is every, okay, never mind. I'm going to engage orc grunt three then, since everybody else is... So Travis the orc up on leader, the leader. Uh, used a special ability to bypass the forward units and attack the elf. He jumped over us and he attacked you. Oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, and he did eight damage to you. Oh, do I need to roll anything? No, it wasn't a piercing success, so it it's just okay. uh, and know, eight endurance loss. Tracked so, on my current endurance. Yeah. Gotcha. So are, am I still in the rear? Uh, right now where you're at, no. no. Okay. Um, if Lunith and Nur can set up a, a forward position to stop him and you take a step back, then yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'll do is I'll take a step back and see if, uh, I can open up enough space for people to get between me and the orc leader. Okay. Uh, Lunith, did you want to try and, and back away from the orc leader as well? No, now that he's here, I'm going to stab him. So, okay. Uh, can I still shoot if I am in a forward position? No, you'd have to okay. use a, a melee weapon. Could I shoot the orc grunt, though? Uh, no, I think of, according to the rules okay. is... You're either yeah, the back yeah, or you're I, forward. Okay. Yeah, you're either forward or rearward, and only rearward positions can fire. So I might just stay there and prepare to switch my weapons. Okay. If uh, a Nur son of our Adril doesn't get between me and the orc yeah that's part of my uh intentions is to drop my bow and then use my minor action to draw my spear now okay or ready it and i'll stab him the leader all right so people that are staying in melee um make your intentions as far as which stance you'll be taking i'll take a defensive stance okay i'll protect merrick actually i'm going to use that ability 
All right. Protect companion. And Stand back, little one. Nur, are you staying in a forward stance? Forward stance, yep. Okay. And Burgle, are you staying in a standard? Yeah. Or open? Yeah. Open. All right. And then yeah. that should do it for me, right? Because I got two of them. Yep. Okay. They'll be effectively blocking him from being able to reach you. I'll still take a step back, though. Okay. All right. So, Nur, you'll resolve first since you're in a forward stance. Okay. Same long with my one-handed long hand, long-hafted axe on the leader. Nice. Success nice. there. All right. So six damage to the orc leader. All right. He, yeah, that's a pretty decent wound to him, but he is uh, still standing. He's kind of frothing at the mouth a little bit now. Uh, Burgil? I will attack the orc grunt three with all of my might. I'm going to use all my hope and I won't be able to make it back to the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You so, too far. <laughs> four damage to Orc Grunt 3. Yeah, he's not happy, but he's still standing. Um, then Lenith, your defensive role to protect Merrick. Yeah, I'll join Merrick in a descent into the shadow <laughs> by using another hope on my battle roll to help out Merrick. Got one bonus die there. See how we do. Great nice. feat success. Nice. So, you, which I believe will give him two bonus die if he gets attacked. Or, um, yeah, I'll look it up. I'll see. I think it gives negative two dice to the enemy attacking him. Hmm. So, on a successful roll, the next attack aimed at the protected player hero loses one dice plus another one for each success icon rolled. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So how many did I get? So you got Just the one? succeed, and then, yeah, you got the great. So, yeah, so it would take two away from... Of course, he's probably not going to attack you, but... <laughs> but... Well, you never know. He can jump. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably yeah. do it again. All right. Uh, and then Merrick. All righty. I'm going to use some hope. Descent into shadow. Piercing blow against the orc leader. Let's see if he can resist. He fails. <laughs> you get a critical hit on him. Nice. Killing him instantly. Nice. I'll take it. <laughs> so how do you dispatch him? Uh figuring he's just yelling and I just put a put an arrow right right through his mouth. Yeah. Alright. So yeah, he falls backwards into the water. Uh, oh, just great. dead before he even hits the ground. Nice. Leaving just the one orc who is now on the verge of panic. Uh seeing everyone else in his company dead. Uh but seeing no way of escaping he makes a, a desperate attack at uh, Burgil. Oh man, it's uh, it's it's okay because like there's more Ooh. hopelessness in our faces than his. <laughs> so John, this is you need to roll your protection to see if he I always have wounds protection. you or not against an injury rating sixteen. All right, so yeah, in his desperation, he swings wildly and. Um, are you wearing a helmet? Yes. So he manages to hit you hard enough in the helmet that the blade goes through, um, causing you to lose consciousness as it, uh, as it, uh, hits your head hard enough to, to really knock you out. So just like what happened to Lenith against the, the bandits, they, they managed to get a, a lucky shot and wound him. So yeah, you, you got hit. Hard enough to knock you out. Oh, dang. So 20 damage? No, it, it's, uh, in this case, it's a wound. 
Yeah, um, you just tick the little under your condition modifiers. Yeah, there there are three uh, three damage to your um, endurance. Endurance, current endurance, which is under your strength. Is yeah. The... But the piercing blow is what knocks you unconscious. Your your inability to resist it with your armor. Just ring your bell a bit, and um, you'll check your wounded box on your character sheet when as well. When did we become weary? I'm forgetting now. Did we? Or did I just check that? I think you No, it automatically weary. checks it. Yeah, yeah if you're you in, got injured. Yeah, if your endurance drops below um, Oh, gotcha. You're like uh, Below your load, then you become wearied. It, yeah, that hasn't happened yet, though. Um, it might be also because you're wounded. From just having wounded going? Okay. Yeah. Alright, so... You all see Burgil uh, get a shot to the helmet and kind of do that, yeah, that that uh, liquid bone Turn look jelly. like uh, when someone gets hit on the button in a UFC fight. That mm -hmm. he just kind of goes jelly and drops. Start wobbling. Yeah, but then that brings us around to the next round of combat, and uh, Nur and the Knife, you're in forward position, so you guys can make your intentions. Yeah, so I hope they'll move up and attack that guy. Yeah, okay. given that the threat of the leader has passed, I'll move up to an open stance Okay. and attack him. I'm going to see if I can rally. Probably not. All right, so the orc is going to kind of take a step back. So, like, he he's just, like, swinging wildly trying to keep you away from him um, rather than making really concentrated attacks as he kind of backpedals a little bit in fear. So, yeah, you'll need to move up. Um, yeah, I'll just stay right on him. One more, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Nur, you'll resolve first. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, hit him with my one-handed axe again. No. Oh. Failure. The shadow is cast over you. Yeah. And as you step further into this area, you begin to feel a little bit of a a shadow pass over you. Mm. Like you can, like the air in here doesn't feel right. Okay. Uh, Lenith, your next resolve. Yeah. I'll use a hope as I jab my spear two handed at him. Okay. Now I put a minus one in there. That's for my weariness. Right. So I, it should, if it's checked, it should already handle it. Uh, the weary doesn't remove a bonus die. Uh, what it does is it makes one, two and three, zeros okay so i just had it default as minus one and i didn't do that the last time i rolled hmm. um I are you still think. in defensive stance oh there that you go been... that's what it is good call okay so i'm open okay weary failure okay <laughs> so yeah you would have gotten it but one of your rolls um was low enough that it counted as a zero instead is it a one yeah or yeah that one counted as a zero instead of a, as a one so uh, it must be something something else counted less, too, right? Because my total doesn't add up to the numbers represented there. Uh, let's see. you got a five. Does threes count less? Yeah, threes count as zero, so, too. Yeah, I dropped a three. So, yeah. Yeah, eight plus five. Yeah, that's 13. But, yeah, um, the wound from the, the orc leader is taking its toll on you, and you're, you're struggling to maintain focus as you lunge forward to attack. So, uh, you could, can you only spend one hope? Per per roll or yeah, typically. Okay. And for combat, you need to declare it ahead of time. Oh no, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I put it in there. It it didn't uh, help me though. 
<laughs> well, it, it did. It brought you a lot closer, but <laughs> a lot closer closer to yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Merrick, right. uh, your turn to resolve. A great success. No. Um. Man. Let's see. Are you close enough where you can make it a piercing injury? Uh, uh, I was actually one down. I, I don't know when you actually move in this. So. During the intention phase, yeah, you can move. Okay, um, so I guess I'm there then. But yeah, as as he steps back, you can react to that as well. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, you have the option of increasing the amount of damage or by strength. Um, right. Yeah. So three more. Yeah. So that's a uh, six damage. Um, so he is kind of on his last legs and he is, uh, just desperately swinging, um, his, his scimitar, uh, he'll make a, a shot at the dwarf and yeah, just, yeah, he's, he's just flailing about at this point. You can tell that he's, he's heavily wounded and, and probably not going to have much coordination. Um, so... On to the next round. All right. Nur and Lenith, are you going to stay in the stances that you're in now? Yeah. Yes. And Merrick, continue firing at him? Mm-hmm. All right. Nur, you'll resolve first. All right. Axe attack again. Success. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll finish him off. Nice. So, yeah, he's kind of staggering a little bit from having, you know, an arrow, arrow puncture him and... He's got a, a spear wound and and yeah, this uh this is enough that he leaves himself open for a blow and you dispatch him how? Well yeah, I mean I just chop his head off with my axe. <laughs> okay. An orc and his head are soon parted. Mm-hmm. Alright, and that will take us out of combat. Nice. Uh guess we need to get all uh what's his name? Burgle up. Yeah. Yeah, somebody better. Yeah, I'll do some healing. Check him over and do some healing if it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. And when you you look at him, you you can see that the wound that he like his helmet deflected most of the the blow, but um, so he's just got a, a light cut. Of course, it's a head wound, yeah. so it's bleeding a lot, but he's still breathing fine, and he he just seems to have been knocked uh, a a bit stupid for so a little bit. So before I tend to him, if I take off my helmet. That drops my my load and thus might yeah. get rid of the weariness. Okay. Yeah, you can you can shed equipment if if it'll yeah. bring you down. Yeah, because that'll drop four. I think I figured it out. It's because we had the three points of fatigue and that's added together mm. to determine yeah. what my load is. Because I was like, how was seventeen? But anyhow, so yeah, dropping uh, that helm should take me out of weary. It did, and then I will. <laughs> I gotta go for something good. I'll keep spending hope. When does it affect me negatively? Um, you guys have like one shadow point now, right? Yes. Yeah. Once your They're your equal. hope drops below or is equal to your shadow point, then you become miserable, and then you get the same penalty as being weary. Spend it, boys. Down to ten, man. Hope's back on the menu. All right. Um, <laughs> here's my healing roll with one bonus die from the hope. Just a regular old success. Okay, that's enough to uh, stop the bleeding and um, revive him. Uh, let's see what the wound is. I gotta look up that table again. I forgot to get that put in. Wounds, there it is. Well, we know the ten scars him for life, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that that's a a really severe one. Um, and then the rest is the amount of days, and then one is like, or maybe it's in reverse. Yeah, so, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, one through ten is is number of days for recovery with rest. So uh, rolled the seven, so it'll be seven days until his wound modifier is gone. Um, if he gets uh, the Eye of Sauron, which is the um, 12, then it's a grievous injury and he could possibly die from it. Um, if he gets the um, Gandalf symbol, then it really kind of negates the fact that it's a wounding. He, right. he heals within the next Wait, day. W- what am I rolling? Uh, you're not rolling anything. I was rolling for how severe your wound oh. was. Um, and you got a seven. So it's a, like, you're going to have a headache and your, your vision's going to be a little bit blurry for a few days from, from the blow to the head. I have heard tales that there was, uh, a pool with healing properties next to an abandoned village. <laughs> Dump me in the water <laughs> or not village city. Um, just push me out. That's probably what that thing is out in the middle of the lake already. With someone just getting better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now that all of you are, are starting to move into this this little valley area, you, you're all starting to feel this this kind of cloying presence that kind of drags your mental state down. Like all of you suddenly, like you, you can't really explain it, but like there's an underlying feeling of hopelessness while you're in here right now. Shadow presses down upon me. I see a little hope left. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're out of combat. So we're at, at uh, player discretion on what you guys do. I'll look at Lenaith and say, good fight, elf. You too, dwarf. But now the ocean pulls me close and whispers <laughs> in my ear. You're going to go walk into the I'll ocean? walk into the lake. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm kind of compelled. Like, I might, this feeling might ordinarily make me want to abandon hanging around here but well yeah so this is the this is the source of the fouled waters right Right. Mm -hmm. it's got to have something to do with that body down there does that make sense to anybody but me let's get some rolls let's do some i guess we get theory craft done let's see what's some good what would Um, what would trigger for me based off of what he said we'll do lore okay um we can do insights, um, and we can do awareness. I went for lore. Mm. I'm too weary to think. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny because he's... Oh, it, yeah, negated his favorite role. I'm trying to figure out which one would be better. Uh, what is awareness and what's insight linked to? John, did you have ill-favored still checked? Awareness is heart. I'm not sure about insight. No, that was strength, just normal. Sorry. And insight okay. is heart. I got a just weary. That's all. Awareness. All right. So yeah, Burgle is is still kind of trying to clear his head a little bit, but yeah, the um. So yeah, we got one lore and awareness and the insight. So Merrick and, and Noor, you kind of both get the same idea simultaneously that like as you're looking at it you can almost see the miasma coming up from the corpse um and this this blackened spire that is pinning it to the bottom of the of the pond and uh and lenith you recognize that spire as 
um, a tactic that the enemy had used in the past to okay. basically almost sanctify an area for yeah i think it's what i had referenced earlier when i when we first came to the brandy wine and that's what i had thought about how they had fouled rivers in the past so yeah yeah so i would agree your instincts are correct dwarf so yeah there, there's like a mixture of the sacrifice of the body at the bottom <laughs> and the and that uh, blackened spire so who uh who can swim is there even how deep does it look it's actually not very deep like the deepest part is probably um like neck high for uh the elf mm-hmm. and the human um it'd obviously be over the head of the dwarf and the the halfling but it, it's yeah it's not very deep it's really just kind of a pond well if you can go get a rope around that thing i'll pull it out of there would that be athletics for swimming I well, don't, don't we have a thing that's supposed to make the water better yeah, coral, a chunk of coral. Yeah, but is it going to work if we leave that in there? I don't, I don't know. I Turn think, to the elf and look at him until he answers. For us to to handle it, is it like shadow radioactive? I mean, um, sort of it is. But you did get a great success on your lore. So um, there have been side effects of people like non- servants of of mortith handling those mm-hmm. spires but it's non-fatal it, okay. it, it's usually more of a psychological effect that you should uh get him to list off a bunch of side effects and then you can speed it up in post. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i think like maybe even insight like might be able to say like we definitely don't want it left there anyway. right well that's what yeah. i was going to recommend is that i can swim out and uh remove it but that they should be a on guard that it could cause me to collapse or or faint temporarily or something whatever i i come up with tie some rope to you too it'll make my ears even bigger mm. <laughs> all right so are you all going to move kind of into the that area a little um, bit more as you're talking or are you going to stay closer to the exit well i'll shed the rest <laughs> of my armor right to swim out there Okay. Just from here, or right. you know, wherever's left. So you're gonna go out there. Um, are the other people gonna move into the valley? It's a trap. I mean, I'll stay where I am if the rope will reach that far. I guess I'm curious. I'll uh, he's asking to start looking around, find questions. Okay. So you're gonna go over towards like the orc camp. <laughs> yeah, I'll go quietly. <laughs> All right. Um, Burgil, are you gonna move in towards the I'm, camp? I'm already there. Okay. Um, so the people that move in closer towards the camp, the feel this oppressive feeling continues to get stronger as you move closer in. And so anyone that moves into the camp will take one point of, um, shadow. What is it? Um, yeah, one, one point of shadow. Where do we put that? It's in your heart section. Yeah. Underneath the target number. Um, that's, yeah, that just, it's a feeling of. A minor feeling of hopelessness that endures. What if I already have a 10 there? You shouldn't. You definitely should not have a 10 there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just asking. <laughs> um, if you have a 10, reduce it down to a 2 yeah. now. Uh, we compare it to our current hope. And if it's higher or equal to our hope, then we become wary. Yeah. So basically what was happening is if I was playing Call of Cthulhu, I would have done. I would have gone the other way. 
<laughs> Anytime a game master starts asking too many clarifying questions, you got to start making definitive statements. I am not <laughs> looking at the time. <laughs> and then the knife. Roll um, your power not to look. As you <laughs> as you get up to about waist high in the water, that you you can feel this start seeping into you. Uh, roll a one d three. Okay. And take that much shadow. Three. Yeah, so. we probably should have just thrown that stuff in. So that puts but now that we're orcs, not what do you guys want to do? So, but I'll start being like, "Oh, <laughs> woe is me! What's the point? <laughs> How bad are you off? You're like at five. I'm four. Four next to five. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. What's your hope at? Uh, my current hope is at five. Oh, so yeah, you're almost. You know, so yeah, you're you're starting to have some psychological effects from this. As, like, yeah. Well, what's happening is I'm doing that thing in that Nicholas cage movie i can't remember the vampire one or he's just like i'm a vampire <laughs> <laughs> but i'll just be like i'm a let's uh, all is lost let's replay travis from just a second ago of <laughs> like uh let's uh spin that hope <laughs> right hope's back on the menu. <laughs> well, i didn't know he was plotting i should have you of course you're always plotting <laughs> it's a game master we're always mean, plotting what are you talking about uh-huh yeah <laughs> All right, so yeah, you managed to get out there. Um, you get a rope tied around the spire, uh, and you can, once you're there, you can see that the the spire is driven directly through the sternum of this this person, as if it was like a sacrifice, mm. uh, and it had driven it down into the bottom of of the pond. And where the spire pierces the chest is where the miasma is is bubbling up from. How bad off is the corpse? Is this a recent one or like a uh, skeleton? It's a human corpse. Um, you can still make out some features, but it is uh, desiccated and rotting. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, I will just try to get the spire part and not the whole corpse. So you're going to tie the rope around it or are you going to just... Oh, yeah. Tie the rope. I forgot we had that idea. Yeah, we'll tie the rope around it. That'll work. Okay. We'll do it on the corpse in that case. Okay. All right. So it goes... Uh, he... Uh, Ties the the rope around it and brings the other end back uh, to the shore where Nur is waiting. Um, it is done. <laughs> so yeah, well, anyone that's going to join him on trying to pull this thing out, it'll uh, be an athletics role. Okay. Are we done playing in the York camp? Beat success. You're playing in the fire, I think, John. Yeah, that's how much hope I lost. Failure. Although it wasn't lit. All right. So, yeah, um, Lenith and Nur together managed to dislodge this body. And when they they managed to get it dislodged, the body kind of floats up um, with the spire kind of dragging along the bottom behind it as, as you pull it out. And, um, yeah, once you get it to the shore, you, you, it's a foul smell as you pull this. This um, water-bloated corpse out. You also gain a point of shadow because I'm this lean, almost muscleless, no definition elf, but I'm helping you pull it. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I'm like, because mm. I also want to give up. <laughs> I did most of the work. <laughs> I got a feat success. Yeah, but you can't see that. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. You're doing the same move I did with the sneaking. I almost smart. say we. 
we gather everything and burn it all. Well, it's one of those situations mm-hmm. where like you're so much taller than he is. Yeah. And he's he's like standing behind you that like he can't really get good purchase on the rope. So you're doing all of the I work. I just imagine and... Travis reaching over like he's behind the dwarf. And so he's just reaching over the it's dwarf. Like, and... We always do the ghost scene every campaign. <laughs> it's happening again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um yeah. So, Nur, when it gets close enough to you, you actually take one point of shadow damage um, from proximity to this thing. Okay. Should we just drag it back to... Uh, we'll give it to the hobbits and the hobbit town, particularly yeah. the council. <laughs> Here's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think and, we should burn it, like Merrick said. Well, so, yeah, what can we do to... Would that dispel the evil? Um. You can try melting it down, although it usually requires like a smelting forge. To, right, you said to, spire, so um, yeah, it, it's roughly about three inches thick, uh, solid blackened steel, okay. um, kind of you know cast iron type steel. So that, we probably can't destroy it. Here I'm talking right about now. the body and the tents and everything. Oh right? yeah, well, yeah, we can burn those. <laughs> burn it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Burgle and Merrick, you you search through the tents, and, down teeth and and as you're looking through the tents, you don't find any more um, orcs or anything like that. But you do realize that there were three bedrolls in each of these tents, so they had a much larger number at some point. Um, and like looking through their resources, they were starting to run out of food as well. So uh, they were. They were uh, getting to a point where they were starting to struggle. I'll look at my own food pack <laughs> and then look towards my my living rations <laughs> and know what they were going through. I'll sympathize with the orcs. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> so down to only 50 sausages left. Which zoom is... in on the bit of blood coming down from Burgle's <laughs> wound. <laughs> and wipe away some drool. Right. From... <laughs> <laughs> blood sausage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but now that you've got the corpse and the spire out of there, um the water like it, it's not continuing to bubble up, but there's still like a, a sheen of like that oily sheen yeah. of, of uh, take a minute foulness. to clear it. Oh. Well here's my concern. Um, well like, we have that coral which is mm-hmm. supposed to clean this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the oily to... surface tension on it just isn't dissipating. Like, even after you get rid of it, it, it's still continuing to to just stay there and continue to flow. Well, who has the coral? I do. uh, Burkill does. But we can also light it on fire. We're playing playing (laughs) in the the camp. Okay. Well, I I don't think we ought to leave the spire here, but my question is how do we travel it with it for any length of time? Well, I think we... It probably... Let's see what it does if the coral interacts with it how about that um <laughs> so let's see you can do because we were just lore. told to bring this here and throw the coral into the water let's see we'll do either a lore a, or a song roll mm-hmm. i'll go for lore uh, to see if anyone can has some information on the history of these types of things success all right i'm all too tired to think food <laughs> So yeah, and I, um, all of your knowledge of, of orcs and your 6,000 years of history have, have taught you that if you wrap it in a clean linen, then it dissipates its power, um, at least while you're traveling with it. 
once it's unrolled or unwrapped, right. then, then it's back. But that that makes it um, safer to handle for people. That's a weak effect, but it must not dissipate once it's radiated for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know that once you know those kinds of sacrilegious sites have been set up, they they tend to that power tends to stay. Right. It's um, so. I'll be like, dwarf, hand me your clean linens. It will protect us from the shadow taint. <laughs> uh, my yeah. clean linens, you say. Yeah. <laughs> About that. I've not had those since. <laughs> I don't wear any. I don't carry the swaddling cloth with me. Yeah, even even like blankets or something. Along oh, right. oh, I'm just wondering where yeah. we would have them. So, yeah, if it's blankets. Well, I, I guess I'm a healer, so. I yeah. uh if you bandages would work as well. I might, you? yeah. I'll pull out some of those bandages and wind them up. Besides, we also all know all dwarven women swaddle their kids in the mother's beard. Just <laughs> <laughs> roll them up. They sleep right under the chin, tucked in under the jowls. Nice and warm. <laughs> that way they don't even have to like do anything for breastfeeding, it's just right at that right level. Right. Yeah. And you just they can sub vocalize lullabies. Because they just, that's right. <laughs> Dwarven lullaby right there. <laughs> okay. Right. We're far um, afield here. So I've wrapped it up in the linen. Yeah. And as you're wrapping it up, like you can feel the, like the, the aura from it being dampened. You know, you can still feel it as you're holding it, yeah. but it, it's not the kind of, it doesn't affect you as much as it, it did before. Now, um, if I were to put it in like my pack or something like that, that's even less than holding it. Am I getting that right? Because I took two yeah. from actually grabbing it or being like right there, but he took one because he well, came in his presence. You got the three for um, waiting, waiting into the pool. Oh right, the water. Yeah. Don't worry, it's Burgle's <laughs> turn next. Unless uh, you're now like you're kind of immune. The designated. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably up here because I'm already a lost cause. Anyways, wait. give me the coral, Burgle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, might as well just <laughs> oh, oh crap! Might as well just take a drink while you're at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Um, that's oh. why I like that there the computer parts up here. <laughs> yeah, I got a protective cover. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you managed to get it it wrapped, and you know there's still that faint aura left, but handling it no longer has the mental side effects. Of, okay. I'm I'm taking a a lesson from when Gandalf grabs the the seeing stone and just puts his his cloak right. over and it <laughs> magically dissipates yeah. all negative side effects well, it of is it. Gandalf's cloak. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, you're you're you've effectively dampened its power. All right, Burgle, your turn. Into the into the lake. <laughs> um, I'll just go and toss the stone into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait in, wait in. I'm all right. I'm pretty tired already. I don't know if I could swim. Don't forget to fill your water skins. Um, and you can do like Travis did, where you you lighten your load in order to get rid of the weary status. Well, why? Why do I want to get in there? And I have no reason to want to get in this thing. I don't think he's saying that. I just if he makes yeah. if he has you make a roll and you're weary. Then you'll have that bonus, but you can take off, like, all I had to do was take off my helmet to lose the weariness, basically. But yeah. were we given instructions on how to use the coral? Um, yeah, he was given just minor instruction of, you know, once once the 
uh, foulness has been dealt with than submerging it in the in the source of the the spring should uh, negate any right. any negative effects. Yeah, you got so gurgle. So this uh, is you, the source of the spring, right? Is yeah, up here. Yeah, one, yeah. If you follow that up, then yeah, there's a a crack in the stone wall. Yeah, one hour. Um, that the the water is flowing out of. I'll go and shove my fist in there with the coral inside. Okay. Uh, yeah. As you as you do that, the water seems to become clearer. Well, you know, we probably. Oh, he's like, no, I said that it had to be taken care of first, but we, we almost probably could have done it where you didn't have to swim through all that yucky stuff. Um, but yeah, as, as this, uh, pure water. Oh, look at it. Flows down the stream and, and reaches that kind of oil slick look. Uh, it starts to break down. And as that breaks down the, that oppressive feeling in this area also begins to to lessen oh, and dissipate. My heart's already lightning. Ah, um, everything's just fine now. And as the last of it disappears, you feel something that is thankful. Like you, you can't really explain it. There's just mm. a feeling that's a, a feeling of thanks being middle earth is thankful. Yeah. The trees. I will drink. You can't the water. really explain it, but just yeah, there, there's just this All of sense it. of. <laughs> well, and the Hobbit will strip naked and go swimming, and he's drinking the water. I'm like, good that it's been saved for you guys, but I am lost <laughs> for all time. <laughs> uh, but where where Burgle had, had like uh, shoved the stone in, um, the the wall kind of becomes insubstantial uh, for a second and opens up into what looks like, uh, a cache of some sort, like a small alcove mm. in, in the rock wall there. And you see several items in there. Nice secret mm. treasure. Well, yes, this will pierce the, the weariness. Will it? The shadow <laughs> in my mind and all my eyes will open fully and I'll wander over to look. Have a look, see. So yeah, Burgle, you're you're right there, and it's a little bit weird because suddenly, like one second, you feel the stone in your hand, and there's a solid rock wall, but then it's like it just dissolves instantaneously from your hand and is gone. And at the same time, there's no more resistance from the stone around your hand. Like your hand is just suddenly in open air. Yeah, be careful. Oh, you get well. We should go in. Um, it, it's not really large enough to like have people in Hobbit, there. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah, there's, um, a little almost like raised section of, of earth with water flowing around it. And yeah, in the center of that earth is our four items. Uh Oh, um, what are just they? taking a cursory glance? You see a lyre, um, you know the musical yeah. instrument yeah um you see a helmet <laughs> you see uh what looks like a a bow that's been carved and then you see what almost looks like um a heart that's been carved out of a beast hmm. Hmm. a heart 
Elf, I need your your wisdom. Okay. I'll come up to next to Burgle and look at the items. Okay. As when Perhaps I I'll we'll... explain the situation around it. So I put this coral in here. These items appeared. Is what magic is this of your people? <laughs> <laughs> I am not certain if it is elven magic. Let me sit for a while and think. If you want to throw out a lure there, you can see what you know. I will Success. rest my shield on the <clears throat> ground and also try a lure. Sit. Okay. Still yeah. failed. All right. So, yeah, Lenith, um, you're kind of awestruck by this. You... You know that this is ancient magic beyond even the beginnings of the elves. This is something uh, primal. These items go beyond any power of the races of Middle-earth. And I'll just trail off at that point, my eyes wide. The look of shadow weariness completely wiped from my face. And I'll snatch them all and add them to my inventory. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which ones do you grab first? Um, I probably would be most interested in either the helmet or the heart. So I think I'll I'll lean towards the heart okay. just because it's the most curious of it. It doesn't have, like, a function that I understand. All right. So at first glance, it appears to be the heart of a creature that had been removed and placed amongst the other items. Yet, as you pick it up and, and bring it closer for inspection, it seems to be a piece of wood that naturally grew into that shape, oh, okay. like a polished wood. Um, though it doesn't move, the grain of the wood almost seems to pulse slightly as if with a heartbeat. Um, holding it calms the fears that have become embedded in you and you get an almost Serene. surreal connection to the world around you. Like you can feel the trees as they move in the wind. You can okay. you can feel the water as it flows. Yeah. Um, That's some definite elf crap right there. Yeah. <laughs> this is some um, definite elf crap. <laughs> I like this. But this yeah, is the, good. Yeah. It, it's all, no, it is almost intoxicating with, with this feeling. Um, I thought for a second that you were going to say it was going to give me more shadow points. No. <laughs> I was like, of course I picked no, it. No, actually, um, kind of the opposite. Uh, like you, you get the sense that this will restore your, your heart. Um, and in games term, uh, this is uh, the heart of the wild. Uh, it grants the recovery of one heart per day per player. Oh, okay. Um, and being closer to nature, it also grants a plus one bonus to explore, healing, and awareness when held. So when you say it restores heart, you're meaning hope? Or yeah. what part? Yeah, yeah, hope. Okay. Yeah, hope. And this, uh, you said one point per player so it's not just whoever's holding on to it it's the party each person that that holds it oh, okay has the opportunity of gaining Could be like a morning routine yeah, yeah. sit down and everyone hold the wooden heart <laughs> uh yeah so i you know I'll, I'll um i'll describe the sensations i'm getting to virgil and uh maybe have a look at the helmet too or you can let him look at something while i'm doing that however you want yeah you want uh to. john what do you want to take a look at um, I will take a look at the, uh, I'll take a look at the helmet, I guess. Was, All right. I already have a, a great bow, says it right in the name. So yeah, looking at, uh, at this helmet, like as you're picking it up, it's doesn't really look all that 
fancy at first glance, but you notice it's uh, made of folded bluish silver steel uh, with a, a nose guard and cheek guards that come come down along the chin uh, with a chain. And I had to look up this term, but Avon tail. Um, so it's basically a chain uh, that goes around the neck like a uh, chain mail uh, attached to the back. Uh, as you move it around and look at it, the the light moves across it in a way that the ripples of the folded metal give the impression of ocean waves ebbing and flowing uh, with the cascade of the metal links attached to the back almost look like the froth of crashing waves. Uh, so in game terms, this is a close-fitting cunning make helm that will give a bonus to awe in hearten or persuade i will give it i'll call the dwarf over tell yeah. him that this this looks like it was craft for your head now he doesn't you have, have to walk into the ocean three pips for odd don't you that would add you a bonus die yeah yeah but uh does it look like it'll fit my head because dwarf heads are big that's the weird <laughs> thing about this is as you get like as he hands it to you, it's almost as if it shifts in shape just enough to fit perfectly yeah, for your head. I'll be. Um, <laughs> but feeling intimidated, your beard begins to react <laughs> to counter this evil. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you. This is a kingly gift. I'll just inspect it. Now, what does it do again? Close fitting? Close fitting cunning make with the bonuses to awe, enhearten, or persuade when wearing it. So on the character sheet, there's a little slot for close fit and cunning make, mm-hmm. but it has a drop down of plus two or plus three. Uh, plus two. Or sorry, cunning make is minus two or minus three. That's cunning. I forgot. Um, cunning make drops the, oh, um, yeah, that's a minus two to the load. Reduce load rating by two. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. The, so it's close, close fitting, fitting, cunning make, and then what was... And then uh, plus one bonus to awe, enhearten, or persuade while wearing it. Okay. Like a, I choose which one or just any one I All use? All three, whichever one you use. So as you put it on, like you feel the solidity and the permanency of the ocean. Mm, which I've never seen before, probably. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you just get this feeling. Nice. That that kind of washes over you. That that gives you more courage, more strength, more mm-hmm. um, charisma. All right. So we still have the bow and the lyre. This has the uh, halfling or the hobbit gathered around. Mm-mm. Yeah, sounds like he's so, still uh, looking for food amongst the <laughs> edible food amongst the uh, orc supplies. No, I'm probably thinking about uh, how I'm going to burn. <laughs> But I'll, I guess I'll, uh, start I'll call him over. over. Yeah, okay. Merrick. Dink. What do your hobbit eyes see? <laughs> A whole lot more than the elves. <laughs> yeah. so Merrick, um, yeah, which one would you like to take a look at? I guess it'd have to be the bow, despite right. how much greater its size would be. But uh, uh, It's actually a short bow. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this... This is a unique bow that you've, you've never seen anything like this. At first, it looks like it was carved, but the closer you look, it looks like uh, straw-width vines, like just small vines, have been woven together and hardened to the strength of steel hmm. uh, in an intricate uh, pattern. 
that extend from either side of a piece of living sea blue coral, almost as if they had grown directly from the coral, um, where the coral would be the the grip, and it's uh, slightly roughened to give a good grip to it while while giving uh, the shape it needs to to fire. Uh, The string of the bow is completely unfrayed, which is something that's a little bit unusual, and as... You look at it and move it in the sunlight, you see that it's actually made up of uh, very fine silk-like strands that have been braided together in in a complex braid in order to give it a a strength and and, uh, durability. And as you you pull it, it, it's almost as if when you let go, um, there's a slight sound of like a wind through the treetops. Hmm. And as the bow snaps, uh, there's the sound of a crashing waterfall, just very faintly, as if as if you're almost imagining it. I like this. <laughs> so, in game terms, it's a grievous keen bow that provides a plus one to your bow skill against orcs, spiders, or wargs. And who's gonna grab the lyre? There's but one choice. Burgle, son of Audra Hill. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take it up and strum it out of tune because I don't know how to play it. So yeah, you strum it and yeah, the, the sound, it sounds like a normal lyre, but you notice that uh, there's some script around the outside of it. Uh, and you mm. know... Elvish script, but this seems almost like a an el- an older dialect. It's a dialect you don't you're not really familiar with. The old tongue. Yeah. No great. I, I will I will ask uh ask uh Linaith to read it. Yeah, I'll try try to if I can. So yeah, you you kinda have to piece it together. Like there are parts of it that you understand and parts of it that that don't quite make sense, but you can kind of string together what what it says and and there is almost like a little poem that that says uh the lyre of the forest will give voice to nature what do you make of it burgle hmm i don't know i'm not certain if i know how to play it i don't uh another uh, song or... so you speak it like uh you tell him in english but you know the or in common, but you right. know the the elven words for it too, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'll read them like as I'm making my translation because I, I think the way you described it, it might take me a minute where I'm stumbling yeah. over uh, old phrasings or dialects or. Okay, so yeah, once you get the the final translation, um, as you say it out loud, it begins to play on its own, mm. um, and yeah, when it it plays. It's almost as if it's the sounds of birds and insects, uh, like the chirping of, of uh, crickets for the higher notes, uh, ringing of, of a bird's voice for other notes, the sound of wind as notes kind of taper off. And it really does sound almost as if you're standing in the middle of an open... Like a glade that just happens yeah. to be making the, a tune with all the different environmental sounds? Yeah. and okay. it, Yeah, it, it's... um. It's entrancing as you listen to it. Yes. Well, I'll just stand there wordlessly and soak it in. So what did you get? What's it called? 
Um, I don't know if I had a name for it. I just said carved heart. Yeah, the, yeah, the, heart, the heart of the wild. Heart of the wild. Um, so yeah, this one out of or in game grants a plus one heart to all heroes when played at the onset of a battle. Hmm. Um, and then outside of battle, it gives a plus one to awe, song, enhearten, or healing while played. My songs are going to be so much better. Um, uh, you should probably carry this elf, friend elf as well. Well, I don't know if I can accept that in good conscience without also giving you a gift, so I'll pass him the heart of the wild. Okay. You should just uh, accept all of the uh, treasure. <laughs> <laughs> your your well, friendship is gift enough. <laughs> okay, now let's go off to the tower. So as you as you step away from the cache, the rock that had been there before rematerializes mm. and the cache is once again hidden from view. Sorry, you, what was the name of the lyre again? Uh, the Lyre of the Forest. Okay. Yeah, or Lyre. I don't I, know I how think to it could be Lyre because that's kind of one of those words I've only ever read and never said out loud or heard anybody say out loud. So I could go either way in my mind. I'll look it up. But anyhow, so yeah, we'll say the lyre uh, of the forest, and it restores one heart if it's played ahead of a battle yeah. to everybody who views yeah. it, I guess. If so. you speak the you command probably. words uh, as you head into battle, it will be into play in, in heart and all. Yeah, li lyre. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'll enjoy the respite um, from the feeling of shadow that weighs on my shoulder for as long as... I can, I suppose. <laughs> Plus we have... Uh, didn't the uh, heart take away all your shadow damage? No. Uh, he can recover heart that he's used, or hope yeah, well, that he's I, used. I, I, probably in the course of examining that heart of the wild, we we got a hope back? or is Yeah, it, you would have gotten a hope back. And, um, and then I pass it off to the next person. Yeah, as you passed on to Burgle, he gains a hope back from it. What else does it do? Uh, it gives... So anyone that holds it can gain one hope per day. And then it gives a plus one to explore, healing, and awareness while held. Oh, yeah. I got to get that in there. Okay. So you said for the liar... Sorry, one more time. The bonuses were song... In healing, and awe. Does it let me... Can you add more blessings on what it affects or do we just have to keep it in mind it, it'll be a bonus die when you make your rolls okay what well, can you set it up that it does it automatically in the useful items is that what it does i don't think so I'll mostly mostly useful right items are kind of circumstantial we'll see if it works with my song <laughs> it rolled two dice one so no it doesn't do it automatically okay, okay. all right um so yeah you've cleansed the pool and now, now what do you do? Time to go hunt some ghosts. I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to kind of go home. Or I guess we could ex just explore the haunted ruins. That <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. kind of sounds like the same thing, Bergil. I'd rather go home. <laughs> well, this adventure has been a little too much for me. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, that does fill the objectives of our, of our mission and that'll kind of slam home to me as I gather up my helmet and my 
my armor and start putting it back on and that weariness settles back over my body, you know. I, for one, would think it reckless if we were to do any any more daring activities unless we have to. Yeah. And as you've been, you know, making your preparations and and uh, going over the items, a sense of peace has started to kind of come over this this valley now instead of the sense of, of evil that had been there when you first entered. So, yeah, you feel a little bit more rested. You feel a little bit more hopeful. And so it'll actually remove one shadow point from each <clears throat> as this effect uh, takes hold. Right. So, I mean... The first thing to do is go get paid, right? Get that money. Yeah. I mean, we just didn't, we completed the job. Should we take the orcs heads back to prove it or the spike? No, isn't this spire supposed to prove it? Okay. The, but then we're going to have to burn Hobbiton so that no one uses it for ill gains. <laughs> what do you I think about the spire? These are de <laughs> devastating choices here. The the man that uh, hired uh, the brigands to attack us on the Brandywine was actually three of us stacked on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll follow you guys as far as the Shire, and then I think I'll just stay. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Don't think I could have done it without you. Yeah, you've you've also got to go back and get your ponies and your horses from where you left them at that at the merchant's house. Yeah. So, I, well, I guess I'm trying to. So somebody paid to attack us, and then we have this band of orcs out here doing this thing. So we have like a conspiracy, right? But I don't really have a direction to go off of that. So I guess I'll kind of keep my thoughts to and myself. If we're to go by the books, what is the only group of people that was conspiring to do anything? Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> That's who. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do you rest at the at the camp for the night? Mm. Mm, probably not. Mm, okay. Yeah, let's move on. I mean, what time is it? Um, by the time you get all done, it is heading towards evening. <clears throat> if you remember, you you. Uh, I would rather we make our own. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I don't want that other elf to come in and camp. take the sleeping shapes in the orc camp or orcs. Yeah, we could camp where we camp the day before we. Okay. Attacked. So yeah, you can make it back down to your camp where the uh, spring had been going into the mm -hmm. the spring water had been going into the lake, yeah. uh, Evendim. So what do we need? We need. Uh, was it? I was hunting. That was, uh, was the lookout. Well, this this time um, is already like this day's travel has already okay. been counted for by last game sessions uh, rolls. So yeah, you'll be fine to get back to to the lake and when you do get back to the lake you you um <clears throat> you no longer see that that oil slick look on mm. coming out up from where where it had been bubbling up before and even the the lake looks is starting to look cleaner nice all right and then uh during watches everyone that, that's gonna do a watch do your awareness all right we should hold the, uh, we'll pass around the heart tonight. Weary failure. So that everybody gets a plus one to their their awareness. I think we already did the, oh, right, whoever's watching. Good yeah. call. Yeah, you just got to hold it. But, yeah. uh, I got a feet. I already rolled, though. 
my failure comes from the fact I'm cooking breakfast because I'm last. <laughs> Can I just roll a, a D6 and we factor it that way? Or do you want to Yeah, go, go ahead and roll a D6. Um, so wait, I fell. Where was the bonus die? So the night that would... Uh, Get it, add it. That would push you over into a success. You did. Okay. It's it's there, isn't it? What's your awe? What's my What's your awareness? Sorry. Uh, two. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Oh, I just rolled the, a one. Uh, success die. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, as uh, Noor and Lenith are are um, handing off their watches, uh, they see a light in the tower. And standing at the top of it, you see a sh you can barely make out the shape of um, uh, Phenithalid standing at the top of the the tower, and you you can kind of sense that he's staring in your direction. Shoot him! <laughs> um, but yeah, you you see him just standing there. He's outlined against the the sky, so it's pretty easy to to pick him out. Uh, he just kind of gives a small bow and then disappears well, i'll give him an elf salute <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll do the traveling next so are we doing the same roles as before i yes because i'm completely useless for traveling <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do the uh travel role from uh nur and we'll do the event roll fail might as well put a hope in on this. So three. Yeah, before I do this next time, I have definitely got to get all these extra tables put in. Mm. Uh, there it is. Adventuring phase. I really like those, uh, especially when you get them all set up to like auto roll. Yeah. I got uh, a bunch of them for missiles and battle tech all there figured it out. It's just so fun to have them all out there. All right. So then a 1d6 to see. Who is affected by this? Yeah, I have the hundred phobias and the hundred manias table, mm. and uh, all right. So this will th this event will affect the scout, which I believe is Burgil. So roll your explore. Can I hold the heart? Yeah. All right. Succeeded. You succeeded. Three. So yeah, nothing happens. Um. Also, since today's a new day, can we get the hope bonus with our morning ritual? Yeah. What does that do? Gives us one hope back every day that we yeah. hold the heart. Definitely feels like we're in danger of becoming a cult now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying. <laughs> you can get plus five back if you can uh, take a bite of the heart. <laughs> People will be like, we'll be like, join us, join our cult. And will be like, no. And then we'll be like, well... Ring, ring. We gotta do battle, or however you gotta lie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, you don't make it quite as far as you had hoped uh, in that day's travel, uh, yeah, but it brings you down to where you're resting near the shore of of Lake Evendim, uh, down towards where that tower is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then we'll do another quick awareness roll for this uh, watch. Uh, did you want my hunting roll or? No, we don't okay. need don't need that unless uh, an event requires it. All right, we'll we'll still say that you're well within your rations, unless you've been. <laughs> I recently was able to resupply them a bit, restock. Are you eating orc? <laughs> orc sausage? 
Don't ask how they make the sausage. <laughs> when you visit Hobbiton, you don't ask. All right. So once again, as uh, Noor is, is handing off the watch. There's to a reason there's Lunai. no big folk in Hobbiton. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ghost ships come back. Only this time, instead of the melancholy sounds coming from it, there, there's the whisper of you know cheerful song instead. Hmm. I think that the the spirits of the ancient Dunedain are thankful. That was the presence we felt in the clearing. Hmm. Who am I telling this to, Burgle? Me. You're an elf. You're to her. <laughs> I just say it to nobody. Yeah, no yeah. one's listening anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they are. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it. To the nature, pray a tree or something wow. like that. Oh, you're making a <laughs> proclamation. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, next... Next day's travel. We'll do uh, travel from Noor. What was it? We got our morning ritual, right? Yep. Yeah, you can all regain one hope. Remember, you can't go over your maximum hope. Right. But we should. We just pop too much hope. Now, I don't do any... um oh, success on my travel. Nice. Yeah, that allows you to get... How's my endurance three. coming back? Does it not come back during travel at all? Uh, for anyone a... that, that's not wounded... You regain all of your endurance back with a, a full night's rest. Okay. For people that are that are wounded, you Me. get your, um, it's your base rating uh, endurance uh, rating. Yeah, back in, so in five, dry. I think. Correct. Yeah. Per night. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be full by now. I'd like to imagine that Merrick is the one complaining the most, despite being uninjured, perfectly <laughs> healthy. <laughs> And with little to no shadow to worry about. <laughs> it's yeah. not complaining, it's constructive criticism. You complain that your handkerchief is needing to be washed and replaced. And, mm-hmm. and all this hard living out here in the wilderness. So, yeah, your your second day of travel back, you uh, find a nice place to make camp and uh, everyone can do their awareness check for the third night. All right. Was that a success? Oh no, it wasn't all failures. I'm I'm worse than uh than Graham. He would have seen something if he had been awake. <laughs> all right. Um so yeah, then I think you you don't really see anything too suspicious, but the wind through the trees to the south of you seem to be moving the trees a little bit more than usual. Like it, it it's just a, a mild thing you notice that uh the wind blows, but the trees seem to shake more than than the wind would warrant. Well, I mean, I, as a lookout, I feel like I have an obligation to investigate more. Okay. So I'll try to creep around uh, to that spot, you know. Okay. Um, let's see what's... Do um, a stealth, okay, and an awareness. I was hoping it would be like he's walking on bubble wrap. <laughs> and we are holding the heart during our watches. Is that right? Is that what we established? Okay. All right. <clears throat> so yeah, as you're you're moving down in the forest, you're a little bit taken aback because the trees themselves are moving. Mm. Um, not just like their branches are moving, but the entire trees are are moving their location. This is those int wives. They're running off. I caught them running off. This is the time <laughs> they left the ints. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, Merrick, you know that there are rumors of of trees that 
that are living in because especially we got that one forest that's all kind of vile now. Yeah. I forget yeah. what it's called. The old forest. Is it still old, even at <laughs> this time? Or is it just the slightly younger forest than the old forest that used to... Yeah, you managed to, to keep yourself right. hidden enough and and quiet enough as, as they're moving that they just kind of start moving. They're not really moving in any particular direction. It's almost as if they're just lining up. Hmm. Um, they're kind of clustering in an area. And you realize that they are directly in the path of where you guys are going tomorrow. Interesting. Well, do I, uh, insight maybe have any awareness, like any sense of threat? You're holding the heart, right? Yes. So yeah, we'll give you, um, while you're holding that, we'll give you, uh, an explore role to see if you can kind of intuit what nature is doing. And the heart gives a, gives a bonus to that. Yeah. Good thing. Cause I'm not trained in that. See how it goes? Ah, oh, failure. So yeah, you you feel like kind of a connection to them. So you don't feel any malice, but you have no idea why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, I will return to my camp with a wary eye. I didn't feel immediately threatened, but I'll just keep an eye on the direction where this occurred until it's time to wake uh, Merrick for breakfast preparations and um i'll tell him what i saw okay i'll look off that direction looks like it's just a breeze well i mean what's the uh because my lore is with that area too so am i like familiar with the old forest go ahead and roll okay sorry i can't hear yours on frying butter (laughs) 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 gotta get these potatoes cooking ah failure all right so yeah you you don't know too much about this i do you want to roll a uh let's see what would yours be you can either roll lore or um i suppose a song mm. would count for this as well whichever nah i don't <laughs> yeah he'll like be kind of trying to convince me of whatever and <laughs> Well, I gotta go on and wake up. Yeah, you, yeah, you and whoever else. heard rumors of of moving trees and stuff before, but you you've never believed them. Yeah, but then again, I never really believed the orcs either. But yeah. I'm just gonna continue to remain closed minded. Don't wait. Need if you forests. if you never believed in orcs, where do you think sausage comes from? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw. That's the that's the important key. <laughs> You don't ask the halfling where the sausage came from or how it's made because he doesn't know. You do it in a blind stupor. Uh, kind of blackout. Come to nice cured sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. oh, then I'll move on to Noor and wake him and tell him the curious thing that I saw during my watch. Trees moving of their own, appearing to block our progress. We will see it soon when we depart, if we plan to keep to the same path. Bit early in the morning, Elf. (laughs) And then on to Burgle, who I will say nothing. So (laughs) you tell the, yeah, the the person who's going to ignore you over food, the the other person who's more likely to just chop down the trees. (laughs) Well, no, I'll tell you what I told them. I'm actually probably uh, pretty like, 
even keeled on that where it's like take it or I, leave it, whatever you want. So, John, you can roll either a lore or an explore. I will uh, have you given back the heart of the wild. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, I'll go with an explore. Great, a success. All right. So, yeah, you know that along the river, uh, it, it's not uncommon for ancient trees to One, to shift where they are. Um, you had heard rumors that they attack, but typically it's only any kind of servant of Morda, you know, orcs, goblins, those kinds of things. As they enter the forest, the forest will protect itself. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, that's, that's pretty common. You've never heard of them attacking a ranger, but, uh, yeah, there, there are some of them that have been whispered to have, uh, more violent tendencies than others. All right. Yeah. I'll relay it is that I've, I've heard of this is, uh, but typically it's not hunting man or elf or even dwarf or hobbit. It's hunting orc or goblin. Yeah. They're, it's just kind of a natural progression of ancient forests. As far as you know, we should um, be on guard, but keep our axes low. Yeah, the name the name that you've heard whispered with him is Huorns. I'm sorry, was what? Huorns. H U O R N S. Huorns. You got some pretty horns on your head there, Elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do they appear to be blocking our way, do you think? Well, because we were the same direction as the orcs. Maybe they don't recognize that uh, the filth is clean from their from their brethren. Well, I suppose we will find out soon enough after second breakfast is done and we can finally <laughs> depart. <laughs> but it's almost time for tea after that. Yeah, as a now, tea now, luncheon. Made a, uh, a compromise, Merrick. <laughs> Travel oh. between second breakfast and tea. Already my weapon. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do you change course or do you continue? Well, I think that, I, like, we could tell them we have to plot a different course, but they might want to see for themselves, so why don't we just set out until yeah. we reach this, where our path is blocked, and and then we can uh, recorrect from there. All right. Um, yeah, so typically... Who's the it, scout? The scout, I, I think I that's am. you, John, right? Um yeah. yeah, roll your uh, explore as as you head out in the morning. I get a feat success. All right, nice. So yeah, as as you're heading south, uh, kind of scouting the land, you come over a rise, and one of the densest forests you have ever seen is now in front of you, but it seems to have a single path through the middle of it. As if the trees had all just kind of moved about 20 feet away from the path and has a, a lane of sunlit uh, uh, travel available. I don't see what everyone's so worried about. Yeah, as, uh, as I said before, is that uh, we're not orts. Obviously, this can't be a bad thing. Yeah. But Merrick, as as you catch up to him, even you can't deny that this wasn't here when you traveled north. So it it's a little bit weird for you. It still doesn't look that bad. Doesn't look scary at all. Just nice sunlit path. Nothing to worry about. Is uh, thank the trees as we pass. Yeah, 
So yeah, as you head down into the path, um, like when you first start to head into it, it looks like a, a darkened tunnel with just a single uh, kind of pillar of light going down the, the path that, that illuminates everything. Um, here, let me open this up. Now would also and... be a good time to probably play that uh, liar. So yeah, as you head down to the forest, uh, you, you see this kind of uh, dense, imposing stands of trees on either side of you. Um, and as you begin to step down the path, you get the sense that the trees are, are shifting ever so slightly. Uh, and the, the farther you go, you almost get the impression of them giving a slight bow to you as you pass, mm. almost as if you're some sort of parade for the trees. Um, every As you pass the trees, they all kind of bow slightly and then you know stand right it again as, as you passed. Um, this procession of densely compacted trees continues on for nearly a full quarter of a mile uh, before the trees thin out and your path is once again fully open to the sky. And as you leave it, you're not quite sure whether or not the motion of the trees was imagined or whether it was just the wind. It was imagined 100%. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> There's uh... too much adventure. <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm gonna take this as a sign that they they recognized my ancient lineage and now I am a a tree god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Travis, as you walked through the path that the trees had left for you, they all gave a slight bow to you. Oh, well, to me, not not really <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. That day, uh, you have no problem making it to the to the farm where you had left your ponies. Yeah, Are they night. surrounded by an ancient forest as well? Actually, no. Uh, roll an <laughs> awareness as everyone roll an awareness as you uh, continue on through the day. I got a great success. Same. Or you could say, "Great, I got a success." <laughs> So yeah, the the scout and the elf uh, occasionally glance over their shoulders back at that forest, and you can see the trees at the distant side of it start dissipating after you had passed okay. by. Start thinning out. Yeah. <clears throat> I will nod to the elf sagely. Hey, uh, I told when, you. When you described it as the scout and the elf, I then imagined elf was a position... In the traveling company <laughs> that someone must. <laughs> someone D&D. take up the position of elf. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you you make it to the to the farmer's house without yeah. any kind of incident by mid afternoon, and it was Orgulus. Was his name the farmer? Yeah, Orgulus Goldworthy. Orgulus Goldworthy. Um, so yeah, when you see him, you well, I, I suppose it's up to you on whether or not you want to give him the payment that. That uh, mm. Finithalad had had given you for the merchandise that he had yeah. sent. I don't yeah. see any cause for deceit. Yeah. <laughs> so he thanks you and says, "Well, did he help you out? No. Mm. Uh, bit of a curmudgeon, but he seemed decent enough. Yeah, yes. for an elf. Uh, his solitude has has made him a a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say wrong in the head, but he's definitely a unique folk. Mm. Uh, mm. Good." Good soul, though. Good soul. 
All right, let's burn down this house. I think we're seeing We're seeing a hobbit turn into an orc in real time. Well, you oh. always had the call to pillage. Oh. <laughs> and his... You're seeing me turn into a D&D halfling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, Orgulis offers uh, shelter for the night and and uh, a warm meal. I graciously accept, more graciously than you could, if our situations were reversed, and I'll give him an elephant bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, uh, the Hobbit has some sausage. I do, but I think I'm nearly out. I need to restock. Yeah, thank God oh, you're only a day away. Otherwise, uh, the scout. The might Hobbit become... needs your sausage. Don't worry, I have backup, and I'll gently caress uh, <laughs> Burgle's uh, wound <laughs> <laughs> that's festering now because you've just been shoving orc bits in it. <laughs> well, when you he's sleep... been seasoning you with herbs. Yeah, I was gonna say when he sleeps, I put butter in between the skin and the fat. <laughs> <laughs> Starts just stuffing. And, uh, my head keeps getting worse, and I'm growing these mushy lumps all over. <laughs> but I smell so tasty. <laughs> all right. So once that's done, uh, we'll do one more travel uh, from Nur, and one more day of travel to reach Hobbiton. Great success. Nice. All right. Yeah, you travel the rest of the way to Hobbiton without incident. You're a heck of a navigator. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, you you get back to Hobbiton uh, in the evening uh, and unveil the uh, the spike to the council. Well, do you go to the uh, shadow? Do you go to the Green Dragon when you get there? Mm. Yeah, well, I I don't want to. Don't taint the ale house. Let's just taint the council first. By the healer, and I'll be like, I just wanted you to know that I'm still healing. Everything seems to be going well. No thanks to you. And <laughs> That's an elvish thanks. Yeah, that, that is an elvish thanks. Uh, good day. Yeah, like where are we uh, supposed to get paid? I'll, I'll stop in next um, and be like, I, I don't feel good. <laughs> you were originally party supposed with to an elf. go back to the prancing pony in right, Bree. In Bree, yeah. 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 So uh, we don't need to expose the, the Shire. We the, might as well. We're already here. How far is Bree from Hobbiton? Uh, if you really Hobbiton. push uh, double time, then you may be able to make it in a day um, with a, a successful travel roll. Um, it is heading on towards evening, though, uh, uh, as you make it into Hobbiton. From yeah. the, from so the, do we want to spend the evening here or not? Do we want to push on? Uh, it would be wise. We might as Virgo well. We're already here. See the healer, despite her inadequacy and skill. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Green Dragon then. So do you drag Burgle with you? Yeah. That's a in in all actuality I'll encourage him to go see this healer. Where head wounds are hard to treat. Especially, Especially when they're full of butter. butter. <laughs> and probably some sort of herb, maybe some garlic. There it is. Camila Goldworthy. Hey, is that Orgulis's way? <laughs> you have him. Probably a relation, but... Just hold an apple in his mouth for an hour each morning. <laughs> It'll help. It'll help. <laughs> no, that's what this healer's going to do. She recognizes the work of a fellow hobbit. <laughs> so actually, with, with him, 
she uh extraordinary she, figures yeah she uh she manages to see that the the wound hadn't been fully closing all the way so she got out her her needle and thread and and sewed it up and got rid of the butter that had been shoved in between the skin and the fat layer and <laughs> no, she sews cleaned it, it out <laughs> she sews it up with that stuff still in there she's butter sees. in here no she knows what's up <laughs> it's better to use but, lard she starts yeah. <laughs> tell but them yeah, that's uh, in your party <laughs> yeah once the wound has been uh cleaned out of of um some of just the dirt of the road and has been sewn back up. Uh, it, it looks a whole lot better. Uh, it, the redness around where you'd been cut is, uh, coming down to more natural pink color and, and looks a lot more healthy. So that, that'll knock off three days of recovery time, which I think will, you're one day away. From, so after one more night of rest, uh, your room should be, totally. should be gone. Yeah. yeah. Lucky Burgle. Yep. Uh, but when the rest of you get to uh, the Green Dragon, uh, as a proprietor, he says, "You, you, you're the reason they're here. You're the reason they're here." All right. Go get rid of them. Who are you talking about? Those uh, snobby elves that have taken up residence in one of the back rooms. I can't take responsibility for the elves. That they they nothing. came looking for you. That's why they're here. Oh. They've been now. they've been looking down their noses at all of my patrons, and they don't buy any drink, and they barely eat any of the food. Okay, sir, calm yourself. I'll I'll go speak with them. But just so you know, down their noses is the only way elves can look at anybody. That's how all the big folk look at us. I'll look down my nose at him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's pointing to like that back room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go in there just to get away from him mostly. But yeah, you uh, open up the back door, or open up the door to the one of the back rooms, and you see uh, Ithildur there, uh, and eight other elves that look like they're they're geared for uh, living in the wild. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll greet. I'm. You're too Ithildur's late. We already one. solved it. <laughs> but what, Brandon? Ithildur is the um, one who hired me. Yeah. So I'll say, well met. We've completed the task. Says I. We we noticed the the river seems to be cleaner as we passed. Uh, we we didn't know exactly where you had gone, so we came here searching for your your whereabouts. But the the stubborn mm. Hobbit Council refused to give us any information of where you had you had gone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, we. How you deal with elves? <laughs> Give them an inch, they take a mile. That's how they deal with each other, apparently. <laughs> we managed to find the source of the fouling and cleanse it, as we were instructed. Uh, there were some orcs that we dispatched along the way. Is that, how many? Uh, four. Four? Yeah. That seems like a hundred small number for the orcs, but they, they usually there. move in much bigger. What's his packs. name? Um. There's a there's a man named something else. Um, Finithalad. Yeah, f- yeah. He was the one. Yeah, um, Ithildur sent you to find him. Right. So. Yeah. Well, he didn't help us, but he does haunt those woods, and he's apparently taken care of some works as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. each of those tents had three bedrolls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was evidence that there were much, many more. So. Well. 
But we retrieved the spire that was causing the fouling and brought it here. Spire? Yeah. Quick, like unveil it, Linaeth. Spike of some sort. <laughs> Catch. Linaeth has it. Well, let's let's gather the company together and, and recount the tale. Yeah, they're visiting a healer with Burgle. He was injured, but I can go collect him. Everyone is safe now, though? No, no. Are we in Bree? Uh, no, you're in Hobbiton. Okay. This is in the Green Dragon. I guess I'm stuck doing this. I was going to try to <laughs> skip out on all of it. Gotta go home. You can still just go home. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, once once uh, Burgle and Lunith come back from the healer. Actually, Merrick, if you want, you can just head off home Yeah. afterwards. I'll, I think I'll... Uh, well, thank you for uh, helping with the brandy wine. Uh, my my flock is hopefully all safe and sound now. Going to get well, and uh, I'll take my leave of you, big folk. All right. Until we meet again, Merrick. Don't let Miss Sucklin die. All right. He's going to have to return <laughs> soon. He'll be nice and nice and flavored. <laughs> <laughs> you hand me a bag of oats to feed him until his <laughs> make sure make sure force feed him till his liver <laughs> make sure he's fat and his liver's gorged ah uh, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry Justin I no, promised you... I'd stop <laughs> I can't do it <laughs> alright so yeah Merrick uh, when you when you reach Hobbiton he he's determined to head back and check on his farm and bids his farewell. Well, now that I got this nice bow, the best place for it is on me wall. Yeah. <laughs> Never to be used again. Yeah, the rest of you um, gather together in in the, uh, the one of the back rooms of the Green Dragon with the Ithildur and the rangers that came with him. Yeah, I'll recount our part of the story or my parts or whatever part I tell in sort of a dry uh, historian's detail, you know, without much excitement to it. Okay. M- might be the same way I might write stuff down, you know, in a way. Just and the gist. Burgle, do you add anything? Any flourishes or bits to it? Or Nur? No. No. Nothing to add. Okay. That's how it happened. So, do you add in all the parts about the ghost ships on the on the water, um, uh, the way that Finithalad refused. I don't know if I would do if it, if I would be able to do a perfect sort of recounting because one thought would follow on the original one, and this would be sort of more mission focused. So I'm not sure that that would come in necessarily. Okay. Well, but I would I would have no reason to conceal it either, right? It just yeah. it wasn't part of. It didn't have any bearing. It seemed, although I suppose that's the tower we saw. Um, I forget the other elf's name. That's where he was on. Um, the Finithalad, yeah. Where he gave us that respectful bow on the way back. <clears throat> I suppose it would come up if, yeah, it probably would actually. Uh, think about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he listens to the whole story and is in a little bit of awe of of the items that you found. Hmm. Uh, and he kind of eyes Burgle and and Nur and. He says, these are items of great power and care should be taken to make sure they don't fall into the enemy's hands. But I suppose if uh, the Ancient Ones have blessed the Dwarf and the Ranger, 
then I suppose it's theirs to keep. Uh, as for Finithalad, I'm afraid he he will not treat with us, so that is a, a loss that I expected. As for the location of the spring, can you give us directions on the map? Yes, quite easily. So, yeah, you lay out your path that you had taken and where on the shore they could find it and how to get back up in into the rocky cliffs to where it is. And yeah, with that, he, uh, he says, I suppose it is time for payment. Um, well, where is this spire that, that, uh, the dwarf had mentioned? Um, oh, right. Uh, I'll take it out of my pack and, and, um, I'll keep the the linens wrapped up, but I'll say it's wrapped up in here. It protects, protects from the effects. Is there any sort of fouling of the linen? Um, no. No, no fouling of the linens, but he does, like, peel uh, just a little piece of it back and then wraps it back up really quickly. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And and he says, these these foul things haven't been seen in centuries. I I worry about their return. But I think, thank you all, you heroes. Uh, Is Merrick not with you? Well, uh, I was told that no harm came to him, but. No, he is fine. He was concerned about his flock. Ah, ah. I'll have to uh, stop by on my way out of, on my way back to the, uh, our homelands. I will mention this attack that occurred and their specific knowledge about the, Mm -hmm. the item that he was carrying and how this seems to have bigger implications than just a band of orcs causing mischief. Mm. And as I suppose, warden of these lands and to the north. Uh, perhaps I will travel back with them if they are going to the spring. Yes, I, I had kind of hoped that you would return with me to to speak with the Elven Council, but I understand your decision. Well, uh, I'll travel where he wants to go if that's what he wants to do. And so it would be good to have a first-hand account yeah. to, to speak to the council, but uh, we can definitely make sure that you're part of the uh, relief for these rangers when the time comes so you may return uh, as for you master dwarf uh, you fulfilled your contract honorably and your payment in full and he hands you a, a, a pouch and he says and for the hazard that you went through and for safely returning Lenith to us I have added a bonus mm, thank you um, so yeah your prosperity level can go up one level oh, okay and Lenith uh yeah, he he uh, offers you the same in kind of a different way. He says you've you've earned uh, the respect of the council, and you will be granted a, a higher position mm. amongst our standings. Where is, is prosperity? Because you um, said prosperity, and I was like, I don't see that. <laughs> yeah, prosperity is kind of a, a hidden one. Mm. Um, when you start out with with prosper, um, your prosperity level is based on your uh, which background you chose mm. and it will, uh, Oh, right. Yeah. Our living standard. Living yeah. standard. Yeah. 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 And it, as your prosperity increases, it also increases the type of armor you can buy. Right. It increases, um, yeah. Some other items availability. I'm rich now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, what about Burgle? Burgle, he, he passes, a 
a coin pouch to you as well and and asks you if you would be willing to lead the rangers back up north uh back into the territory where you normally kind of exist yes i've been too far away from home all right and he says uh and he hands you another pouch of coins and and says that's the payment for for assisting them on their way north and if you ever have need uh just reach out to any elf and send them to find me have them deliver a message and i will do whatever i can to aid you uh but if you haven't have the opportunity to stay near uh, numinous in the area around it there may be more that uh, we could use your help with i will offer my thanks tell him that uh, that my spear is at his disposal anytime and he gives you an an elf bow <laughs> i do it so just looks decides. looks down uh, condescendingly at me yeah <laughs> well, what that... happens to burgle is he just implodes in on himself from the force of two condescension. <laughs> <laughs> Too much condescension and it collapses him. Yeah, I like to think that the elf bow is actually kind of inverse. Instead of bowing forward, you just kind of lean back and so you're looking even further down your nose. <laughs> so is my like standard it. of living common now instead yep. of frugal? Yep. Nice. Congratulations. Right. So yeah, Thank once- you. Once you've all been paid, um, Burgo, you, you stay, and and when the rangers leave in the morning, you leave with them heading north. Uh, and you you guide them through the lands that they're unfamiliar with. Uh, Nur, son of Anur, uh, it's up to you, but uh, the two elves will be heading back east through Bree as they head home. You're, you're welcome to travel with them, or if you're going to look for another uh, caravan guard contract there, you can speak with the merchant council here um mm. or if you're going to travel the brie first to, to before you find a contract you can do that as well mm. um yeah i'll travel along with them to brie okay uh they do make one small stop when they get near the brandywine river to go see merrick mm. uh but it's just a, a fairly quick exchange where he hands you uh, a purse of gold and says merrick was never real <laughs> but sorry <laughs> i'm sorry Justin. you're all right all right so no thank you yeah you really helped out this is this this should cover the the sheep that you lost from this you deserve some mm. some compensation beyond just uh the return of your livelihood very well if you're gonna force it on me uh do you guys want to to rest here for a bit or you know it's tea time uh, he he politely says, well, as politely as enough can say, he he says, well, we have uh, far to travel uh, if we're going to reach Bree to, by the end of the day, and Wasn't I'm afraid question. we must be away. <laughs> it's tea time. <laughs> <laughs> but he he gives you a bow and says, if right. we're in your debt, Master Hobbit. All right, all right. Well, if you're ever out this way, just stop by. So I may take you up on that offer someday. <clears throat> Announce yourself a hundred paces. <laughs> Before you enter my land. But yeah, he they give you a bow and they continue on their way to Bree and that's where this this adventure will end. Uh, awesome, uh, man. That uh, was uh that was a lot of fun. I'm a fan of this system so mm-hmm. far. Thank yeah. you, Justin. That was yeah. very fun. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for putting up with my stupid hobbit stuff. Thank you, Justin. That's what this is all about, isn't it?
Yes. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Thank you.